Does it feel like the only way to sell is to do weird, sometimes creepy things that kind of put people off? Yeah, I've been there, which is exactly why I created Stay Close to the Money, a free resource that offers you 37 stupid easy ways to grow your revenue without being salesy, sleazy, or questionably moral. This free guide is available on my website and in the links in the show notes. So make sure you go download it so that you can start making more money today. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Strategy Snacks. I'm Frenchie Frenzy, and today I am joined by Emma Beauchart, who is an excellent copywriter, brand strategist, brand messaging expert. I think I got all that right. We can cut this part out. And I'm super, super excited to have you here today. Emma, would you tell the audience a little bit more about yourself since I may have, you know, completely butchered it? Absolutely. Yeah. So I help brands with distinct voices and point of views uh, turn their brilliant ideas into bankable strategies. And so, yeah, you kind of ran the whole gamut. I do (laughs) fractional CMO work, strategy, messaging, storytelling, the whole bit. All the things. Mm -hmm. All the things. I love it. I love it. I also recently have been thinking a lot about messaging because I feel like it's it's a little bit of like the red herring for people. And I'm sure you see this a lot. It's like people think like, oh, I suck at copy or, oh, my content is not good. And it's like most of the time what I see before that is that they actually just don't have the clear enough message yet for their copy to be good or their content to be like poignant and resonant and all those sorts of things. So we need more people like you in the world is what I'm trying to say. A hundred percent. When things are chaotic behind the scenes, it's nine times out of 10 because your messaging is not done or it's just yeah. a little bit chaotic. Yeah. Or yeah. vague or like, yeah, we're going to put you in the hot seat. Mm-hmm. Tell me what is one of your favorite business wins, business moments that you want to share with our listeners? Yes. Yeah, so for me, I think my most meaningful business win is kind of a two-pronged approach or two-pronged win. So one of them is that I've really always stayed true to myself. And so by that, I mean that I've never really followed what's trendy. Like I didn't really go down like the clubhouse rabbit hole or recently with threads, I didn't really jump on those things. Even with reels, I'm not really all in on that aspect of it because I don't feel like a hundred percent myself showing up and doing those types of things it could be kind of detrimental to my business in a way, but it's just not really my jam. And so I've stuck with that, even though it might have sort of slowed down the virality of the growth of my brand, but I've always stuck to what kind of feels most authentic to me. And then the sort of second prong to that is that I've really used building relationships as the biggest driver behind trying to grow my brand. And that's what's felt best for me because social media can feel super overwhelming for me mentally. And so I just really have put like 110% into building relationships. Yes. Love that. I have definitely, I know I have an episode called, an episode called Relationships Are King or Queen. I don't remember exactly (laughs) which title I gave it, but (laughs) I'm so with you on that. And I think that your point about staying true to yourself is actually really aligned with kind of what we were alluding to about messaging. It's like, Mm -hmm. if you're clear on your message, what you need to prioritize and what you need to do in your business to be authentic to yourself and your brand gets much clearer. But if you're not clear on that, then it's like, you start just like piling all these things on because they're all the shoulds rather than being like, No, I have this very clear litmus test that is helping to point me in the right direction. So I love that. And kudos to you for all of that. 
So on the flip side, let's talk about a bigger business lesson, failure, challenge, however you like to position that. Yeah. So there's lots of them, but I would say my biggest, hardest lesson, I worked quote unquote full-time inside someone else's business from 2020 to 2022 as the chief content officer, but I was still on contract. Mm -hmm. And so due to that workload and sort of feeling safe in that role, I full on stepped out of my own business. So Mm -hmm. I didn't show up on social media. I wasn't emailing my list. I wasn't you know, putting the feelers out of like, Hey, I'm still around. I'm just working full-time in this business. And then that came to a grinding halt out of the blue. You know, this is going to be done in two weeks. And I was left with a business I hadn't even looked at in two years. And between 2020 and 2022, a lot changed. That was like a decade's worth of chaos in those two years. (laughs) And so I like looked around at all my business friends and saw how much growth they had and how much they put themselves out there. And it was a real hard lesson to be like, okay, you know, I always sort of have that, oh my God, the shoe is, the other shoe is going to drop. And then I was like, you know what, how about you don't think like that for this one time? And then it a hundred percent did and it kicked me right in the butt. So the hardest lesson to learn was always keep up with your email list, always have some sort of social presence and just really don't set your own business aside because you're working inside of someone else's. And yeah, it was a tough one to learn. I'm still rebuilding after that. So yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that's so interesting because I think that you obviously had this like really extreme case where you were basically full time, right? Mm -hmm. But I see that a lot with clients of mine who do client work. And when they're the busiest with client work is they completely set, you know, even if they're working with multiple clients at a time mm-hmm. and they forget to market to their own list. And then it's like, they have a quiet period and there's just not that nurtured group of people up at that and ready to work with them. Right. Yeah. And, you know, obviously two years is, is a different period of time. But I think that one thing I talk about a lot is like just establishing your bare minimums and just knowing like, one email a week and two social posts a week could be enough to just like Mm -hmm. keep the embers burning so that when you need to up again, you're not starting at zero, but you're going further. So I would say for anyone listening, like this is such an important one. It's like, it doesn't need to be a hundred percent of your time. It can totally be just like a small portion of time that just gets dedicated to keeping that consistent energy going between you and your audience. Would you agree? Yeah. And I would say again, that's kind of where your messaging ties in because if you are really confident in what your brand messaging is. It's so simple to just understand what content to put out there a couple times a week just to keep you, you know, keep the algorithm happy, to let everybody know that you're out there and just throw in like a fun what I'm doing post every now and then. And yeah, yeah people just need to know that you're alive and that you're out there and that you're basically that right. you're out there in the world and that you're still available to refer to. It's just, yeah, you just, when you fall off the face of the earth, there's so much going on. We get so much content thrown at us that like people aren't searching you out. They need to see that you're there. Right. Right. Yeah, totally. All right. So on that note, what is one strategy snack or business tip or takeaway that you want to share with our listeners? Yeah. So my strategy snack is all about strategic storytelling And I think we're all told like, tell stories, tell stories 24 seven. And it's really difficult for people to understand what that means, what kind of stories those are. 
and it gets overwhelming. You're not sure where to start or if you're going to be like wasting your time. And uh, for me, I think if you aren't telling them strategically, it can be a waste of time because your audience doesn't always just want to hear some random story that's not tied to something else. And so Mm -hmm. I have like a four C's framework for how to strategically tell a story to your audience. So you want to choose a topic that you want to talk about. Second step is then consult your voice of customer research. And then you're going to pick a pain point, a want or a need, hesitation, benefit, false belief, or a solution. Then choose a story that aligns with that piece from your research then connect the two with a purpose. And that purpose could be creating a strong emotional connection, amping up your brand loyalty, more sales, creating community, building credibility, or showing off your expertise. And so if you're doing that strategically, then it's going to really make sense to your audience, whether that's on social media or in an email or on your sales page. And it's just, it's really going to move the needle. Oh, I love that. That is super helpful. 4Cs framework remember it because I think it's true. I think we see a lot of really good storytellers out there. And I hear two kind of objections to storytelling. One is like, I don't want to bear all and tell the world about, you know, like my toenail fungus, which like I have in emails. Yeah. (laughs) I'm willing to share more than other people. Um, And I think on the flip side, it's like, or, you know, the random time that like you spilled coffee on your shoes somehow becomes like content for an email. And it's like, doesn't have to be either of those things. It can fit cohesively and be tied into this like kind of larger purpose and have like a clear reason that it is showing up in your business. So I love that. And it's such a simple way to frame it. Mm -hmm. So where can people find you, follow you, connect with you so they can learn more from you and your genius? Yep. So my website is creativeuproar.com and you can find me on Instagram at creative underscore uproar. Those are the only two places amazing, I'm really at. <laughs> amazing. I love it. I love it. And we're going to link all of those in the show notes. So make sure that you connect with Emma, that you get to know her more. She has a really awesome approach. And I feel like you have this kind of like badass vibe with like your language and you're willing <laughs> to like take risks. And it's not just like, all the same like tired words that I see everywhere, which I fully appreciate because (laughs) we need more of that. So thank you for being here to everyone listening. Thank you for listening. Make sure you connect with Emma and we'll be back with more strategy snacks very soon. Bye. Thanks for having me. Bye.